When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Welcome to the Sustainable Success Radio Show. Hope everyone's having a great week. Uh, Today, we're going to have a great show today because it's something that's really true to my heart and the subject is around books. So we're going to be hearing more about that today. But for those that are new to Sustainable Success, we welcome you. And again, besides uh, finding us on the Voice America Influencers channel, you could also visit us at the Sustainable Success Facebook page. That's at Sustainable Success 2017. And why 2017? Because that was the year that Sustainable Success was born. So again, we welcome you to uh, Sustainable Success if you are new. And there you can find some great content from past experts that have been on our show that you can listen to time and time again. Uh, Today's show is going to be brought to you by Influential People Magazine. And Sustainable Success is fortunate enough that we have partnered with Influential People Magazine to offer some special programs to help business owners, entrepreneurs, speakers, authors, Anyone that's looking to become an authority in their field, that we're offering some special programs to help showcase your talent and bring your message to the world. So again, if uh, that fits your criteria, feel free to reach out to us at 203-733-8469. Again, that's 203-733-8469. Today, we're going to be talking about what is the world's greatest business card. And today we have a great guest, someone who uh, I know very well. He, we're both members of two prestigious groups in business and, you know, filled with difference makers in this world. His name is Keith Leon. And before I introduce him, I want to give a little background about Keith. Keith's a multiple international best-selling author. He owns a successful publishing company, and he's a speaker trainer who's well known as the book guy. Keith has appeared on many popular radio and television broadcasts, and his work has been covered by Inc. Magazine, LA Weekly, The Huffington Post, and Success Magazine, just to name a few, or Succeed Magazine. He has spoken at events that included Jack Canfield, oh, I love it, Jack's my man, Neil Donald Walsh, Barbara DeAngelis, John Gray, Michael Beckwith, and Marianne Williamson. These are all powerhouse people. He also is a member of the Evolutionary Business Council, proud to be a member with that, with Keith. Keith's passion is teaching people how to go from first thought to bestseller and to create what he calls the world's greatest business card. Without further ado, we'd like to welcome Keith Leon to the show. Keith, how are you doing today? Fantastic. Pleasure to be here today. Keith, it's a, it's an honor to have you here today and you know, I love what you do in terms of bringing people's message to life. And, you know, when you talk about, you know, the world's greatest business card, you know, you, I can remember, you know, going to network meetings over the last 20 years. And, you know, the first thing someone did was, you know, present a business card to you. And it, over the years, it got to the point like, God, look how many business cards do I have? Do I even remember who these people are? Is there even a reason why I should reach out to them? Because I met a handful of real estate agents or financial planners or whatever, whatever entrepreneur in whatever field they were, but what really stood out? So what we'd like to talk about today from your expertise is in terms of 
What is the world's greatest business card? Well, the world's greatest business card is a book. And not only that, it's a book about your business, about your mission, your message. It's a opportunity for you to give a potential client or someone who's a match for you for anything, really, uh, an insight as to who you are and why you do what you do and the place that you do it from, right? It's a, it's a point of connection that does exactly what you were talking about with the paper business card, right? It does the opposite of that. It, it does help people remember who you are and gives them uh, like an education that, that they would have got. Uh, only by spending a lot of time with you in order to get uh, to learn all those things about you. They can read that in the book and know who they're calling when they call you to to, uh, explore. So, Keith, what would you say to, let's say, an individual, an entrepreneur that says, well, hey, you know, I really, I do want to scale my business. I feel I have a lot of value to offer, but who would want to read something from me? You know, that type of, you know, Mm -hmm. attitude, you know, which a lot of times people will you know, either it's a lack of self-confidence or they may feel like who would really take the time to want to read information from me? What would you do to address somebody that could be listening right now that could have that, that thought pattern as we speak? Yeah, well, I've been doing this for 15 years, so I hear that a lot. <laughs> it's a large percentage of people with their first book that have those kind of thoughts, that thinking, thinking. And uh, the truth is the, the, the people who will want to read your book are the perfect match for you. That's who will want to. Uh, and, and all those things that, that you know and you take for granted that you know are things that other people do not know, and they'll be happy to pay you to learn. Um, so your, your perfect match really is, is the, the person who needs to read that. And as soon as you say yes to writing a book, right, you put that energy in motion, yes, I'm going to do this. Uh, as soon as you start doing that, it seems like the people who are a perfect match for you they start to live and experience all the things that they need to experience so that when your book comes out, it falls in their hands at the most perfect time for them. And there's, there's something magical about that process. I don't know how or why it works. Uh, the why is not my domain. But I know I've shared this for years with so many people, and, and it happens every time that once the book comes out, people say, it was so strange how I heard about this book and it landed in my hands and this is exactly what I needed to hear and exactly when I needed to hear it. You, you are so spot on and I could be, I'm, a, I'm, I'm actually an example of that. I remember, you know, I, I had been coaching people for about eight years and, and I had still had not put out a book. I was a speaker. And so, you know, I spoke to this content over the last seven, eight years, but I didn't have a book and everyone kept saying, when are you going to put out a book? When are you going to put out a book? And for me, writing was not my area of expertise. But, you know, something got into me and said, hey, this doesn't have to be perfect. I'm just going to just go in there, write it. it. You know, it may not be the proper grammar. I mean, it's whatever's going to come out of my, my you know, whatever's going to come out of my, you know, on, onto that paper from my pen is what it's going to be. And sure enough, you know, I was able to get the book out. And it was just miraculously what you just said is that even though I did some PR before the book came out and got people ready, and some people already knew what I was doing, obviously, because I've been coaching people, it was like the perfect timing. People were ready for it. And it just blew my mind, you know, that the book did far better than I even thought it would. And I think a lot of times that's what where people 
sell themselves short. And I was one of those people and I raised my hand. And so talk a little bit about, you know, the whole idea about, you know, the message itself and the value that a book can really bring to one's audience that they serve. Mm. Well, it's going to bring your authentic way of looking things. It's going to bring your authentic voice to what you do, and then that book can be built into a launch pad. I mean, it, it literally opens up the doors to all the things that one would need to have a successful business. That's why I call it the world's greatest business card, because if you want to speak on the big stage, and you can confirm this, Chris, you got, you got to have a book for the big stage, right? If you want to yes. get on national press, TV, radio, you want to get to the national scale, you must have a book, and it's even better if you can say best-selling book. So it's, uh, and the message just needs to be what is authentically you and true for you. So if you're not a millionaire, you probably don't want to write a book about how to become a millionaire, right? <laughs> what is it? And that's been done, and it and it just feels inauthentic, and there's just something you, you just like, something's not right about this book, and I don't know what it is. When somebody is standing in their truth and teaching what they are truly good at, that is palatable as well. You can feel that. And uh, what you were talking about, this book is, it, I'm just going to get it out, right? That, one of the things that I teach that the only the only perfect book is one I can hold in my hands. It's done. It's completed. You know that's a good book. Uh, if if it has a couple typos, I don't care because uh, if it's a book where I'm actually feeling you because you didn't with your book you didn't edit it to death. You didn't try to wordsmith it and make it perfect. Uh, and when that happens, when people do that, it kind of sucks the soul right out of the book. So no, no, no longer am I feeling Chris, right? I'm reading the perfect book of words, right? And to me, there's a huge difference. Like I, I, te- I uh, teach people who are going to write the book to, to freeform write it and then hand it off to an editor, right? And, uh, and then if you are just too busy to write a book, you're just too busy. That's why we created the You Speak It process where you just ship to seven phone calls and we get all the information that we need to create a book for you. So it's kind of different ways to write and you, you want to write in what you're passionate about, what you love, what is your expertise. And then you can use that as a launch pad to all the avenues that will help you to grow your business. That's so true. And like what you just said, you know, I think a lot of times people think it has to be perfect or I'm not a good writer. I've you know, I'm not good with grammar, but just like you said, it doesn't matter. There are services out there that can help. There's editors. There's people that can help write your book if you're able to speak it to them and like what you do and and so forth. There's just so many different avenues. So it really comes down to, again, the message and how you convey the story, the experience that you're creating for that audience, that your audience, the person that's going to resonate with uh, your experience. And I think it's so important. And you know, nowadays, it's just not some of the, the well-known authors that people expect to get great content. There are some books like, you know, you just never heard of someone before, and you read the book, and you were just completely blown away. You know, so talk a little bit about, like, you know, a little bit about the process that one can take, you know, if they're, if they're really thinking about, wow, you know, do I have something inside of me that really ne- needs to get out there? You know, what, what would be something to really get someone ready to, you know, say, I'm going to do this? And, you know, there's, there's a number of different resources out there, but yet it really starts with me. I got to take the first step. 
what would you recommend somebody do to get you know to go about that that motion? Well, uh, in a bit because I think we're coming up on a break, but in in a yep. bit I can teach an actual process to get started. But sure. I can tell you right now, the 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 most important thing is that you would have to have in order to write this book yourself the willingness to make yourself as important as your clients, your friends, and your family, to make your readers just as important as your friends, your family, and your clients, meaning you will set appointments to write this book, and no matter what, nobody will override that time. No clients, paid clients or not, will override that appointment. Uh, Friends, family, unless it's an emergency, you'll tell them, this is my writing time, come back when the time is over. That's the kind of dedication it will take if you're going to write a book yourself. And uh, if you are all in at that 100%, then your odds are going to be increased that you'll actually do this thing instead of gotcha. uh, get into it and then stop. <laughs> right. No, absolutely. And we can get into more of the process, yeah, after the break. We got a little, little time before that. So talk a little bit about, you know, again, I know for me when, when I wrote Master Your Inner Critic, Resolve the Root Cause, Create Prosperity – and, and little did I know it would go international bestseller and it would open up, you know, I had already been speaking professionally for 20 years in, in the industry I had served prior to, you know, getting into coaching full time. And so, yeah. you know, speaking on stages was nothing new to me. I mean, that was something, you know, I had already been there, but this book opened up so many doors for me in this segment, personal development meets business. And... I could just say that that it, it you know it just really you like you said it opened up a whole new area of opportunity to really take something that you're really passionate about this message and bring it to the masses and you know so can you shed some insight of some of the opportunities that a, that a book can create and if we need to expand that after the break we can because I know you want to talk about the process but if anything you know in the next you know over the next three minutes that we can talk about. That, that enlightens the, the listeners as to that, what, what they can do to open it up? Well, it opens the doors, like I said, to uh, press, you know, larger stages for speaking. But more importantly, it helps you to get the person who's standing right in front of you to actually call you and talk about doing business if you know how to give it out as a business card. <laughs> so that's why it's the world's greatest business card. If you somebody says, do you have a business card? And you say, yes, yes, I do. And then you hand them a book and it's pre-stamped with your information and then you give them uh, an offer. So when you're, when you're done reading this book, give me a call and I will give you a complimentary book strategy session, which by the way has a value of $500. That's what my time is worth. But you just call me and tell me that I gave you this book and I will gift that to you. Right. So now, Chris, I've just given you five hundred and twenty dollars. Right. The, the book is perceived at twenty dollars. Plus, I gave you a five hundred dollar offer for nothing. Clearly, I must be successful if I can give that to you like it's nothing. Right. So now you go home. You either read the book and then go, ah, oh, yeah, this is who I want to help me write a book, and you call me, or you throw it on the table, and every time you pass it, it says. Call and get the free thing. Call and get that free appointment. Call and get that free appointment. Right? So I love to teach people that process, how to use their book as a business card, and, and then they end up hearing from all of those people that they give the book to. If you're standing in front of somebody and it feels like this is not a match, I do not want to hear from this person, and they say, do you have a card? Then keep some of those old paper business cards and give them one of those because you'll never hear from them if you give them one of those. Right? Well. 
Well, I can, I can, I can relate to that because I can tell you right now, I, I'm one of those people in today's world. There's just too much information, too many cards. But if I got a book or something that stands out that has a message that I that can resonate with me, absolutely. So that that definitely mm-hmm. makes sense. And I know what you know. We're going to be going into talking a little bit more about the strategy of putting the book together and all that um, after the break. But you know, before we we have a couple minutes, Keith. So I wanted to talk about you know again. You know, somebody when somebody goes to, you know, write this book, would you recommend that, again, from what I think we, we were talking about, they should definitely write from the heart, not try to model something after one of their their heroes. Let's say it's Jack Canfield, right, that we're not trying to become the next Jack. We might be able to use it as a benchmark, but it, it should always come from our heart. What would you recommend there? Because mm-hmm. sometimes people may be looking at that, that they have to kind of duplicate what somebody else that's already successful has done. Yeah, it, it won't be authentic at all if we try to do something that someone else did and kind of replicate that. So, so just uh, doing you, <laughs> right? So what are you perfectly unique at? What is your voice? What are your stories? And stories are so, so important in books, uh, in moving it forward. You can have a, a book that's just full of the most incredible bullet points, and to me, I won't get much out of that book, but the stories that are in between when the author's sharing what happened to them, you know, what were the obstacles they had to overcome? How did they overcome those obstacles? And what does that mean in their life today? You know, when I, when I read those stories, that's what really pulls me, you know? And, um, yeah, you know, the, the books that we read that we love, those really were to inspire us to tell our story, do our thing. Yeah. Yeah. Encourage us to, to become the message. And so you want to go from uh, doing to being. You were talking about like if you're trying to yes. do something, that, that would be trying to replicate a book or try to follow this model or now I'm doing something. If you just sit down and let your heart pour out, now you're being something. And that's a book that people are going to feel instead of just uh, Absolutely. And it's so true. So again, we're, we're listening to Keith Leon again. He is the book guy. We're going to get that through to everyone's brain by the end of this show today. The book guy. We're listening to the book guy, Keith Leon. Uh, we got to go to break, but we'll be right back. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. 
What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back to Sustainable Success. If you're just joining us, we're here with Keith Leon, the book guy. What is the world's greatest business card? That is a book. So today we're talking about how a book can uh, not only you know uh, match your audience and convey the message that you've always wanted to align your audience with, but also the ability to also open up new avenues to expand your business and uh, thought leadership to those that require your information to do great things in the world. So, Keith, I, you know, now that we're talking about how a book can really do a lot of things for people that are thinking about expanding their businesses and the value that it brings to the audience, let's talk a little bit about the process that goes about you know, putting a book together. Because a lot of times I think people may, may not know all that information. And I think when they get more information on how the process works, it alleviates some of that stress or that procrastination, why they're not putting a book out there. Mm, yeah. Well, I'm glad you bring that up because what happens is a lot of times people say, I want to write a book about this, and they have maybe their topic and a couple of bullet points, and then they just start writing, <laughs> right? And they'll even start to write in chronological order. And the challenge with this is if you don't start with the beginning and the ending in mind, that's a setup. And if you're writing in chronological order, imagine if one of the first things that you have to write about is something that was really heavy, something you didn't appreciate facing at the time. And now when you start to write it, you're living through all of that drama again. What would happen? You would just freeze up, stop, say, I don't want to do this and push it away and then stop. And that happens to a lot of people. So I teach this process uh, that for people who do want to write a book, so just to be clear, I want to write this book, you want to start with what I call the roadmap to success. And that is knowing where your book is going to start and where it's going to end and everything in between. So the, the roadmap process is start with a blank sheet of paper and ask yourself, what is it that I want to share in this book? And you start to write short descriptions or 
names of things that you want to share. So if it's a process and you have a name for it, just write the name of the process. If it's uh, stories, then what it might look like if I was doing my life story book is I would write the, the day I was born, the day daddy left, uh, my first day of elementary school, my first day of junior high school, uh, first time my angel came to me. Like what, whatever, I know the stories, so all I need is this little short description of all those things that I want to share. And you just keep throwing those out on the page until you look at the page and you go, yep, that's it. That's all the stuff I want to share in this book. And then you stop right there. Anything after that point is going to be called the next book. Because <laughs> we can keep at it forever. But when you do this data dump, right, which is what you're doing, what needs to be in that book comes to you in that moment. So now you stop. You get another blank sheet of paper or another Word doc if you're on your computer, right? And you move all of those short descriptions over in whatever order comes to you that they should be in, whether they're chronological or not. You put them all in order on the next sheet. And then you once you put them all over in the order that they'll go in, then you go to the top and you write Roadmap to Success. So now you know where your book is going to start, where it's going to end, and now you have your chapter titles, right? I called a, a short description of things or names of processes, but you have your chapter titles. That's what's going to be in this book. And now you're able to look at all your chapter titles and say, which of these chapters feels the easiest? I could just write that in my sleep. I've been waiting my whole life to write that chapter. That's easy. That's where you want to start, Grab that chapter right, and start writing that chapter. Uh, for the roadmap process to be successful, there's only two rules. I'm not a huge rules guy, but the first rule is you're always writing the one that feels the juiciest, the most exciting, like I just described to you. And the second one is you complete a chapter before moving on to the next. Because there's a part of us... Uh, inside of us that hates undones, things that are undone. And if you have too many undone chapters, that too will take you out in the writing process. And you won't know why, you just won't want to write anymore. So you grab the chapter you could do in your sleep, you write that until it's complete, then you come back for another chapter. And you go, who's next? <laughs> you can literally look at the chapters and go, who's next? And one will jump out, me, me, me. <laughs> and you go, okay, I'll write you next. It's so funny this happened. So you go, all right, and you write that chapter till it's completed. If you have to get up and go to an appointment, you stop, go to your appointment, you come back, you're going to write again. You only go back one paragraph to find out where you're at. Why? To keep us out of our thinking mind, to keep us out of the perfectionism that Chris was talking about. We're just free-form writing this book. If we repeat something, big deal. We'll catch it later. The editor will catch it later. So you go back one paragraph, you start again, complete chapter, come back for another one. Sooner or later, you come back for another chapter, and there are no more chapters because you've written them all. Because you've got momentum from writing the ones that you're excited and passionate about writing. And then remember I was talking about the heavy, that chapter that maybe you have to look at some stuff. Yeah. Yep. The good news, the good, yeah. The good news is somewhere through that process, you'll look and you'll see that chapter and you'll go, I think I'm ready for that now. Right? You'll be perfectly ready for it instead of blindsided by it. So this uh, roadmap process, knowing where you're going to begin and end and what is going to be in the book is so important. Because if you just sit down and start writing, 
that is the beginning to no end, and you'll be writing for years and years to come and never finish that book. Yeah. So like that process you said, I think, like you said, you, you, you want to finish it, but, you know, start with the thing that, that just that just comes to mind. It's just something that just oozes out of you. And I think that's yeah. really gets the gets the gets everything flowing. I think sometimes people end up, you know, trying to start with something else like that's, you know, that's not really inside of them to get it going. And no, you should be starting with what really is going to be the, yeah. the 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 foundation of the book itself. Yeah, and then once all the chapters are completed, that's when you write the conclusion to wrap it up. And then after the conclusion is when you go back and write the introduction. A lot of people will start with an introduction and they'll write a good part of the book and they go back and read it from the beginning and the introduction makes no sense. (laughs) And they're like, what? This doesn't make any sense. Because part of a good introduction is writing about the process of writing the book. (laughs) And you haven't lived that yet. You you can't write it until the end. (laughs) And the the elements of a good introduction is, here's what I'm writing about. Here's why I'm writing about it. Here's what I hope you will gain an experience by reading the book. Here's how to read it, if you have any tips, right? And here's my experience of writing it. Like, those are five things that are so important in a, in a great introduction. No, it makes sense. It makes sense. And like you said, you know, the rest of the process would be up to if somebody is, you know, seeking help, somebody to help write it, help to edit it, you know, that could be either self-published or through a publisher. What would you recommend? You know, you know, I guess it would be different for, you know, people's different uh, agendas and objectives. But for the most part, I mean, what do you think typically, you know, works best for somebody when they want to get that, their book out there? Yeah. When it comes to writing the book, for me, there, there are really only two types of, of authors, Right, and everything in between are the people that are still writing, and they'll be writing for years and years to come, and probably never complete. And that is, there are people who are just authors who are just—they're born to write, they love to write, they can't wait to sit down and keep that appointment. They will write no matter what. Right, and then there's people that are too busy to write. (laughs) I'm too busy (laughs) being of service to others. I am helping other people. I don't have time for me. Those are the, the main two that do get their book done most of the time because they will either write the book themselves and knock it out like uh, either 15 minutes a day. I'm not that person, but some people can write 15 minutes a day. They make it a, a religious experience. They make they do it every day no matter what. Come rain or shine and they'll get a book done. I'm not the guy. I'm a, I'm a, a marathon writer. I have to just like block out a whole week and tell everybody you will not hear from me in this week and sit down and write it. Uh, that's for the writers, and then for the people that are too busy, that's why we created the You Speak It process to make it so literally all you have to do is show up to seven phone calls and talk about what you know. And, uh, there you go. Other, other form of that that are bigger price point would be ghostwriting. You know, it's, um, it's a similar, sort of similar thing, but ghostwriting is usually bringing together random notes and recordings and thoughts and somehow bringing those all together and one book that makes sense and is cohesive, that's an art. <laughs> People get, oh, yeah. you know, the, the kind of editor who can do that gets paid well and they deserve every penny. And uh, that price point, you, you know, takes a lot of people out of the process of being able to do it. And so that's why we created the You Speak It process so that we could do something where you are speaking it. It is you, it's your voice, it's, uh, it's you, but you, you only have to show up to seven phone calls and you're done. 
and you're done. You just speak it, and then and then somebody like yourself can put it all together. Uh, yeah. Makes sense. Take it from there. Yeah. Well, this is this is some great information. And again, uh, listeners, we encourage you again to that if you know just joining us, you, know, you weren't able to join the first segment. You know, again, to you could go back to the on-demand version when that is available. We you know to listen to the process of why a book is the world's greatest business card and the process that Keith just talked about. Again, you can just listen to it over again to get that process to determine how that resonates with you and what will work best. So, Keith, I want to kind of shift another direction. You know, I think with, you know, anybody that writes a book, there's always a compelling reason why. And it's not necessarily that, hey, I'm writing a book because I want to become rich and famous. Okay, that could be, you know, part of it. But it's really about that. I really, this is something that I want to share, you know, something I went through, you know, something I know that somebody, that I could help somebody. So I want to talk a little bit about, a little bit, of, everyone has got, has had, you know, you know, setbacks in life, failures, and then how they turn those around to overcome them to really, you know, truly experience success. So I wanted to talk about your personal journey about, you know, things that you had experienced, these setbacks and challenges and how you overcame them to become, to experience success as an, as an author and speaker. Mm. Well, first, I love how you talked about the why. We hadn't talked about that yet, but really the, the why you want to write your book, that's the one thing that will keep you writing on the day that you really don't feel like writing. So if you get clear on who, who your person is that's going to be reading your book, uh, that person you can sit in front of you and imagine them reading your book anytime you're having a bad day. <laughs> you could just see them and go, okay, I can do it for them. <laughs> and that'll help. So I'm glad you brought up the why. Uh, but what, what seeming failures did I overcome? Uh, woo, boy, it was quite a few. <laughs> uh, the first one was uh, my, my wife and I, we wrote a book uh, called The Seven Steps to Successful Relationships. And we actually got John Gray to endorse our book, the number one selling relationship author of all time and a doctor to, to endorse us with our relationship book. But unfortunately... I didn't know what I know now. You know, I didn't know that book was my business card. I didn't know I could use it to get on TV or radio. I just thought, hey, we have this book. John Gray endorsed it, so it's going to fly off the bookshelves. <laughs> Meaning, I didn't know anything about marketing either, Chris. <laughs> right? And uh, and so we sold very little of those, and I wasn't using them as my business card, so we just had this really great book with John Gray's endorsement on it. So we springboarded off of that non-success into a project called One Million Love Notes. And, oh, it was a great, great idea that me and my wife and Jack Canfield really got, and nobody else got it. (laughs) And we put all this time and effort into, we were going to raise money for an organization that that helps, uh, does leadership trainings with with teenagers, and, and just funnel a lot of money to them through this incredible project. We called it One Million Love Notes, and everybody just thought we were trying to make a million dollars, which is the complete opposite of what the project was. So I'm coming off of two seeming failures, two, and uh, that's when I wrote the book, uh, Who Do You Think You Are? Discover the Purpose of Your Life, and that completely changed everything. So uh, so I needed to overcome a lot of things. Uh, one would be learning to love myself and believe in myself, and that 
was kind of uh, drilled into me by some of the mentors that I got through doing the Who Do You Think You Are book. Uh, I had to get through my fear of cold calling people in order to do that Who Do You Think You Are book because I was interviewing all the people that I felt were living their purpose in, the, in their life. So that was 10 people from the movie Secret. That was uh, from The Secret. So many people that you know are in that book, right? Yeah. And, uh, I was calling up these people, asking to interview them. Right? So I had to get over that fear of, of calling them up. And uh, so in order to do that, I did this cool process. I got all the books that had their faces on it, of all the people who I did know some of them and, and a lot of them I didn't. And it turned over to their, you know, the back of the book where it had their faces all pointing at me. And then I looked from left to right at all their faces and I imagined them saying, call me, contact me. Oh, you know I'll do it. Yeah, sounds good. Give me a call. Write me. Send me an email, right? And tell, say all this positive words to me just to get me to pick up the phone <laughs> and call them. And in doing that process, it put me in a place that, that they did say yes, you know. And uh, so fear of cold calling people is something I had to overcome. Fear of speaking in front of large groups, like you were talking about. Once I got in front of the big room, you know, that first time it was like, whoa, a thousand people. <laughs> this is a lot different. But what I found out was the more people, the easier it was. When I got in front of a thousand people, it was like a sea of supportive energy is what I was feeling as opposed to when there's 10 people in a room and one gets up and goes yeah. to the bathroom, you see that happen. And in your head, you're like, why are they going to the bathroom? Did I board them? Or, you know, are they bored or did they just really, really, really need to go? Was, uh, and that takes me out of being present. Being no, yeah. Yeah, Keith, we got to go to break. We got to go to break real quick. But I want to carry on with this story because this is I, this is right at the point where I think a lot of people want to hear uh, that turning point, especially when it comes to speaking. When it, when you have a book, so again, we're listening to Keith Leon. He is known as the book guy, and you're listening to Sustainable Success. We'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people in businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. 
The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. Hear the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Welcome back to Sustainable Success. Again, we're here with Keith Leon, multiple international best-selling author, known as the book guy. Again, if you're just joining us, uh, we were talking about what is the world's greatest business card, and we were going over not only the process, how to create the book that conveys your message to the masses, but also a little bit about Keith's backgrounds, his challenges and setbacks that have led up to him experience success as a best-selling author and then also a critically acclaimed speaker. So, Keith, where we left off at break, you were talking about, you know, you know, being on a stage, you know, going from like smaller stages to big stages and how that was a transition during this process. Let, let's continue from there, you know, because we had to go to break about how that was all part of the process for you. Yeah, we're talking about all the fears. So, so uh, when I got up there in front of all those people and realized that it was a, a sea of support that was coming at me. And I realized that every person in that room was for me and not against me. Like there was nobody sitting there going, man, I hope he screws up. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> they were all like wanting to see a great speaker. They're wanting to be inspired and they're all for me. And so there was really nothing to be afraid of. And so the only thing that was left was that one person who's usually sitting in the front row that has their arms folded and is looking down their nose at you. <laughs> Right? And this person that will be at every talk you go to, <laughs> and they'll be folded arms and just looking at you. And that's one that's really easy to get in your head about and think, oh, God, they hate me. What's going on there? But here's what I want to share with you. That person will be the person who gets in line and then they to talk to you, and then they'll let other people go in front of them, and they'll kind of make sure that they're the last person to come up. And then they'll step up at the very end, and they'll tell you the most incredible story of how you made the most profound difference for them. And you'll realize that the way that them sitting with their arms crossed and they're looking down their nose at you is just who they are and how they show up. But that those people usually have the most profound transformation by what you bring than anyone else in the audience. So once that happens and those people come to you enough times, every time you see that person, not only do you not have all the judgment going on, but you use them as your anchor and connect with them in their eyes anytime that you need to take a break. Rest with them and be with them and help them get that transformation because they are the one. They're the one who will have the biggest transformation in the room. 
So that's a powerful thing that I've heard many, many big, big room speakers talk about. And we all go, oh, that's so true. <laughs> so, uh, so those are some of the fears, some of the things, uh, obstacles that I had to overcome to be effective as an author and a speaker. You know, it's so funny that you said that because it, it, it is so true. I, I and check. I, I I remember I had spoke. This was, I wouldn't consider it a big stage. It was because I've spoken on many big stages, but it was, I I'm I was a recovering addict, right? And I remember I was asked by a large AA group a number of years ago to speak at a big New York City event. They had there must have been like two hundred recovering people in that room, and I remember speaking about you know about my my addiction and what was really the root cause to my addiction it wasn't just alcohol drugs it was my anger right and to some people that that's kind of like foreign it's kind of like whoa what what's that but it did when i was speaking it did spark someone's attention that they actually cussed at me and and told me to bleep bleep f off so to speak but 2 weeks yeah. later that person called me just like you said and said that you woke me up because i've been sober for what i thought was 8 years but I really wasn't sober. I was still angry and bitter, and I was cheating on my wife. I had traded the bottle for for sex. It was no different. Mm-hmm. But in his eyes, he was still sober because he wasn't drinking. So it was a turning point. So you were you're so spot on about that that sometimes what we perceive people taking it the the, the wrong way. In this case, I thought he really did take it the wrong way. How it did, could open up somebody for something completely that you didn't expect. So true. So. Anything else you want to elaborate on about, you know, your setbacks and how you turn that into an experience? Because I'd like to, you know, to learn a little bit more, and I'm sure the audience would too, about, you know, your turning point of how you, 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 how did you go from Keith who to Keith the book guy in just nine months? How did that happen? So that was through that book that I shared with earlier, that who do you think you are, discover the purpose of your life. And in that book, I interviewed all the people that I just felt were living their purpose. It was so obvious. They're doing what they're here on the earth to do. And I uh, interviewed all those people. So, so again, those were a lot of people you've heard of, you know, 10 people from the movie The Secret. And on yep. the other end of that project, I ended up with the three mentors I always wanted my whole life. And I had said things out loud, like, I will know that I'm ready for the big stage when these people speak of me. So when I stop putting them on a pedestal and they speak of me as uh, equals to them, you know, and, and that happened. I was on a, a webinar for the book because it was part of the launch was doing this. Uh, they called them then teleseminars <laughs> just to date myself. Uh, did a teleseminar and uh, John Martini from The Secret was on there. And Alex Mondozian was uh, who just is a, a leading expert in having conversations like we're having. And he's a host for all the really big, well-named people, he hosted that teleseminar at no charge, right? Which I think his price tag at that time was, you know, $5,000 to have him host a call. So so he asked uh, John D. Martini, what made you want to, you know, do this book project? I mean, here's this guy you've never heard of, and he just reaches out to you out of the blue and wants to interview you, and you said, yes, what made you do that? And John said, well, first of all, he, his email was just... Uh, he just talked about an elevator email. That really worked on me. So the subject line grabbed me, made me want to open it. And then within the body of the email, which I was able to read without scrolling down, right? I was, uh, he talked about all the things that he's doing and this book is doing in the world. And, and I figured if somebody's doing the work that I'm doing, 
Why wouldn't I say yes to that? So I've got chills from head to toe, right? Because I said, I will know I'm ready for the big stage when they speak of me doing the same work that they're doing. And now that just happened on the call. So I got a message that now it was time. I asked the ones who I always felt connected to, who I always wanted as my mentors, if they would mentor me, when would they do it, and how much would they charge me? And they all took me under their wing at no charge because they said, you're a doer, not a talker, and doers help doers. So here, let me help you. And they all shared with me everything they had. So all I did was implement what they taught me, and that's why the book was a huge international bestseller, along with Oprah deciding two weeks before my joint venture book launch right, to hold up Eckhart Tolle's book about life purpose and make it the topic of the world. So thank you, Oprah. Thank you, thank you for making it the topic of the world two weeks before my launch so that when my book went on the front of Amazon, they used to have the best-selling, one best-seller category was all the books in the world. They used to have that on page one instead of all the subcategory stuff that they have now. And I got on the front page right underneath Eckhart Tolle's book. I was happy not being number one because I was right under that book. And it said, if you like that book, this is what the Amazon algorithm said, if you like that book, you'll love this book. Add to cart. $10 more, free shipping. Add to cart. <laughs> and so that book, man, that book just went crazy, right? Not even the, the launch that we did with all those partners. And, and you'll understand this, Chris. 1.5 million emails went out talking about that book and offering thousands of dollars in bonuses for buying a book for twenty four ninety five. So wow. already we were going to be sitting up there, right? But then but that's what got me to write underneath that Cartol's book. And then his book is what kept it and kept it and kept it like in overall in the top 10 overall books on all books on Amazon for weeks. Amazing. So, so now I'm speaking in front of a thousand bullets to 30 and I'm talking about life purpose. That was the topic of the book, life purpose, right? But you know, at the beginning of each talk, Chris, we do that thing called earn the right. That's the piece yes. that every, every person does that speaks. that's good and talks about their story and how they got to where they are. And so I told this story that I just shared with you, as my ear in the right. And so even though I would do 90 minutes about life purpose, and a couple of people would talk to me about that. Most people would come up and go, hey, aren't you that book guy? Hey, aren't you the book guy? Are you the book guy? Are you that book guy? <laughs> and I heard that so many times that I got it. You know, Spirit, God, the universe was saying to me, until you are Jack Canfield, until you are a household name like these people, it is now your charge to help Everybody get their mission and their message out through a book like these people helped you get yours done. Yeah. And so yeah. I stepped into that proudly and boldly, stepped into that just first. I am willing, 100%, let's go. And I started uh, teaching people how to, how to get their books done and, and into print. And uh, that's what I've been doing ever since. So that's, that's where my juice of my passion is and how I went from Keith who? to the book guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's an incredible story. I mean, in, in such, cause again, you know, you took, you took, uh, the advice of these, these, you know, these well-known mentors that saw that, you, you know, you just, you just oozed the passion, you know, that you were, you, you know, the student was ready and the teacher would, would, will appear and, and, you know, any good mentor will recognize that. And they wanted to give back cause they know that, 
that message will be passed along to someone else. Now you being the teacher, the messenger to someone else that yeah. was in your shoes at that point in time. And and I think, you know, it's it's just our duty, you know, depending upon where we come from and where our strengths and weaknesses are to align ourselves to, to pass along that message from somebody we admire that we've learned from. And that's a strength of ours that we can then, you know, do the same for someone else. So true. So, and it was, it was the first project that I had where I knew that that project was going to make a difference in the world and it was going to be huge. And I didn't, for the first time in my life, I didn't feel like I needed those people in order for the project to, to work and to be great. I, for once, I wasn't needy, right? <laughs> because every other time when I've tried to reach out to somebody and some of these people, I told them later who I was, who, how I had approached them previously when I was needy, and they were just like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're that guy. <laughs> like, there's two different people. <laughs> there's that guy and the guy who talked to me about this project, right? And, uh, and that's a whole other thing. Like, if you're, if you're in a relationship with someone that's needy, what do you want to do? You want to get away from them as fast as you can, right? Yes. Well, that's how, that's how it is when we're needy. We feel like we need a client and we're standing in front of them with that needy energy, they're just going to run away from us. When you know that what you have to offer is powerful and you stop putting everybody else on a pedestal and you say, it's my time, I'm the teacher, let me boldly step forward into that and claim it and be it, capital B, capital E, be the message. When you get into that energy, then you, all the people are just going to come to you and say, hey, I don't know what you're, what you're selling, but... I'm in. Here's my credit card, right? Because you're just being the message and not being all hung up on ones and zeros and what your bank account looks like. Well, like you said, I mean, there's at some point that, you know, you've taken what you've learned and now it's your time. You know, you are now the go-to yes. person. You you exude that confidence. You, you, you're you the expert that has now value to bring. And like you said, you know, you're doing it. The reasons why you're doing it is because you really want to help someone with what you're good at and you know any yeah. value that you give out you know the money or the prosperity that will come from it is just a byproduct of that level of of value that you bring and the more value you bring obviously the more money but it's not always necessarily about the money and I'm glad that you pointed that out Keith because here at sustainable success you know we always look at you know prosperity always is more than just money money will get you know it's a great great thing but obviously, it's it really comes down to are we really living our purpose, which you obviously are, and that value that you bring is is off the charts, so to speak, so, um, that you bring. So, Keith, I wanted to let the the listeners know a little bit more about where they can find you. You know what you're currently working on. Anything that you you wanted to say to them, um, this would be you know be your time. Mm, great. Well, if, well, the first thing is to find out more about what I do and maybe that you speak at process I talked about a home study course that would support you in writing whatever you're looking for in by way of support if you just go to Leon Smith Publishing so that's L-E-O-N as in Nancy Smith S-M-I-T-H publishing.com we have uh, our story we have everything about us is on that particular website and what I'd like to offer anybody who is listening to this podcast, whether it be live or you're listening to it later, is I'd like to offer you a complimentary book strategy call with me. And uh, so that's a half an hour with me. And usually my team members do that call. 
you usually get a team member. But for the people who are on this particular call, uh, I want to offer that you can have that with me. So you'll want to go to youspeakitprogram.com forward slash call. I always say forward slash. My wife says there's no backward slash. Now just slash. <laughs> uh, so, so it's uh, youspeakitprogram.com forward slash call, and it will ask you a few questions. And so where it says, where did you hear about me, right? Uh, write sustainable success in that field, write sustainable success, and then my team will know that they need to forward that to me because I'm going to be working with you personally. So uh, $250 value call with me. We can talk about your book. And if you're writing one and you're hung up, Perfect. If you haven't even got started and want to get started, perfect. If you wrote a book and you have no idea what to do about marketing, perfect. Uh, whatever you need by way of support, you can pick my brain for a half an hour at no charge by going to youspeakitprogram.com forward slash call. That's what I'd like to offer you, you for, for showing up and, and listening to this uh, incredible man you. and what he does. Well, Keith, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. That was some valuable insight to the book process. You heard it from the book guy, everyone. Uh, We want to thank everyone again joining the Sustainable Success Show each and every week. And we'll be right back next Thursday, same time. Have a great rest of your week. Talk soon. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.